Welcome to this episode of Diabetes Uncensored. This is a brand new segment with myself and Sarah Miller. Sarah is a mindset coach and she's also been living with type 1 diabetes for over 10 years. And we've started these chats where we chat about all of the stuff that nobody likes to talk about, but everybody goes through, diabetes related. So I hope you enjoy this episode today. And if you do enjoy it, please take a second to rate and review this podcast. Let us know what you enjoy most about these episodes, what you're enjoying most about this new segment of Diabetes Uncensored, or what you enjoy most about this podcast. Your support means the world, and I appreciate you so much. When you take the time to rate and review the podcast, it's one way that ensures other people will be able to find this show and also benefit from listening to this content. Thank you so much. If you currently want to lose weight, then you probably already know that a calorie deficit is the only way that fat loss is possible. And you probably also know that because your body is individual, so are the amount of calories it requires per day. But you might not know just how many calories you should actually be eating in order to achieve your weight loss goal. And if you're interested in discovering how many calories and macros, so macros are the amount of protein, carbs, and fat that your body needs individually, I've put together a tool that will help you. So this tool is completely free. I'm so excited to share it with you. Just go to tajakato.com forward slash calories to calculate your calories and macros for fat loss. Also linking to this in the show notes. Welcome to the More Than Just a Type podcast, a place where we explore what it takes to live your best life. I'm your host, Taja Cato, expert in type 1 diabetes and fat loss, entrepreneur, and lover of all things fitness and personal development. Each week, we'll bring you a tangible tool, tip, or insight that'll inspire you and empower you to take action, achieve your goals, and live your best life. Today, the topic that we're going to be discussing is really just the belief that I can't stick to my diet or exercise program because of diabetes. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, that's so funny because if you guys didn't, if you guys missed missed, um, last week or the week before, I literally was having the same issue that Sarah's having right now. We're like, there's these face filters that like, I don't know how it happens, but like you you can't get rid of them. (laughs) So (laughs) literally this is exactly what happened to me last time we did our live. (laughs) Literally. So what I was, I, I think I know what the problem is now. So when it comes up with like okay you're now joining the zoom it gives you the little filter thing and so you try to quickly like pop a filter on but then you're joining the zoom as sorry the um instagram live as you're putting the filter on is that what happened because i was like oh my god and then i like had one of those freak moments where i was like trying to like go through and i just didn't know how to do it oh my god (laughs) honestly like good yeah is it 
I can't those first two. I don't know what was happening. That was there. that was amazing. I love it. You totally like up to me, I feel like, with my crazy eyes last. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, I laughed at that for like a solid three days. Me too. Yeah, you guys, I, I was like flipping like these face filters and the look on Sarah's face when my eyes went all crazy. And she was like, uh, and then, oh my God, I was literally crying. I was in tears. Yes, me too. Oh my gosh. We'll have to like recap it like after this yeah. live. Like we'll put it up on stories for you guys so you can just. <laughs> we could do like, uh, like a, uh, like face filter or like IG live fails. <laughs> <laughs> yes i love that yes i do life fails so yeah <laughs> so and then so oh, i don't know do people may not know about your program but we just did a, a restorative yoga session in sarah's um is it the is it six weeks yeah so a six-week group coaching program for yeah. diabetics and people with autoimmune um, so really focusing on like the mindfulness side of things, um, working through, you know, any sort of like uncomfortable emotions or limiting beliefs that can pop up from having a chronic condition. And we just had the amazing um, Azure Wolf, also known as the Empowered Diabetic, do a restorative yoga class for us. Um, and Taj came along and it was so nice. Like she's just, she's amazing. Like her voice just suits me i just want to have it in my ears all the time yeah if you guys don't know azure is it a-z-u-r-e right yes exactly yeah, so check her out on instagram or empowered diabetic but i was thinking the yeah. same thing in the yoga class i was like she's totally living her like her dharma her purpose like just doing what she's doing so that's awesome yes she really is like she just fully embodies it and she's just always the same as well like every time i've ever spoken to her she's just got this like yeah the same like beautiful nature every time so she is just living and breathing it um yeah. and she's had diabetes for over 40 years which is so cool like um and i and think you, it's been a bit of a journey for her too yeah and you did a podcast episode with her so you guys should yeah. check that out on Sarah's podcast because that was it yeah. was a really good episode. I listened to it. <laughs> oh, thanks, girl. Yeah. I love this. You cheekily plugging um, my podcast during our I live. <laughs> <laughs> so today, uh, I wrote down our our today's topic because I didn't want to like yeah. forget it. But what? So I can't stick to any diet or exercise routine to help my diabetes. What comes up for you around that? Yeah. Okay. So I've definitely been there myself. Like, um, and I think it's definitely something that can affect a lot of people like diabetes or not, you know, like a lot of people, um, a lot of my clients, but it really hard to sort of stick to these healthy habits. Um, and what I have noticed is that it's not necessarily, um, you know, because they can't, because they're not capable. It's not like a physicality thing or that wanting to. It's usually coming from some underlying, like, limiting belief or um, fear around actually implementing that healthy habit. So um, just to give you, like, an example off the top of my head, so it's like let's say someone wants to, has a goal of losing, like, 10 kilos or something right? But they're not showing up and sticking with an exercise or diet plan that's going to help them get there. And usually what I find is that there's actually some lingering underlying limiting belief that 
Well, they don't actually think they're worthy of losing that amount of weight or they're fearful of what losing that amount of weight and having that smaller body frame might look for them, right? Because it's unfamiliar. And a lot of the time we stick to the uncomfortable feelings and stick to that sort of zone where it's safe because it's familiar. We know what it's like to, I guess, live this life that's may not necessarily be healthy. So people tend to stick to that. And I think that's why they can't, um, yeah, move forward or be consistent with any sort of like diet or exercise plan. So for me, it all stems from like the mindset. Like I think that's first of all, where we've got to look. And if there is any kind of underlying subconscious limiting belief around, you know, why they shouldn't be losing that amount of weight or why they shouldn't be their healthiest, then we need to get rid of that in order for them to be able to stick to these healthy plans. So that's what comes up for me. But um, this is totally your jam, you know, like, what are your thoughts? Yeah. And I have, well, I totally agree with what you're saying too, but my journey has been a little bit different, but on the, on the whole mindset thing, it's funny because I was talking to a client today and we were talking about how your mindset is really the foundation and it's what drives your motivation for exercise and your diet. So it's so important. Um, But what comes up for me on that topic is I think just like if you are like for my personal experience like if i in the past was trying to stick say i want to lose weight which was always what i wanted to do um and i was trying to stick to a diet plan that a nutritionist had written me and there was all these meals and then i had low blood sugar and i i would just feel like oh well cool i just can't stick to anything because of diabetes it's getting in the way and now i'm eating all of these extra carbs that are not on my diet plan <laughs> and I, it would just make yeah. me unmotivated and like i was failing like i could just never do it and mm. i th- and then now with the knowledge that i do know it's like well it's not about the diet plan it's about like how you're feeling like how much fuel you're fueling your body so if it's not about those specific things, you can still treat low blood sugar and achieve your goal. It just, it's, you don't need to be so strict, you know, like taking that rigidity out of what you're doing is just so important for me. That's what I found. Cause then it's like, well, I'm not a failure. I'm just eating this cause I have to, but I can still achieve my goal. <laughs> right. Yes. So. Actually, um, on that note, that just like triggered like a little bit of a memory for me. So like, and it's, it sounds really bad, but hey, this is a safe space, you know, diabetes uncensored. Yeah. Um, when like in my earlier days after being recently diagnosed, I would sometimes um, sort of like cheat the system of like insulin and what I was eating just to avoid putting on weight Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if, cause I, I was like, okay, well, if I take my insulin for this piece of chocolate or something like that, then, you know, I'm probably going to put on the weight, but if I don't take my insulin and I eat the, the thing, maybe I won't put on the weight. Um, does that make sense? It's really bad. And I am not like recommending that for anybody, but just those little like nasty, you know, thoughts and like. Um, little tricks we sort of play like as diabetics like with our body or it's like um and also like I've definitely had fear around like okay well I have to treat a hypo but I don't want to eat like you know jelly beans or something super sugary that could put on weight 
Mm-hmm. Um, and But it's like, well, you have to treat the hypo, you yeah. know, otherwise what's going to happen. But And I yeah. think a lot of people that I talk to have either been or they are in that exact same, like, place where they're like, ah, like, the, it's just this fear, you know? Because, yeah. and I, I think it's something that we all probably go through. But I think, like, on that note, too, just not, like, that I feel like we always come back to knowledge about stuff. But for me, it's always been learning things and the knowledge part that's helped me overcome those like little obstacles along my own path. Because at the end of the day, it's like, well, it's not, I mean, because everyone, like a non-diabetic, their pancreas produces insulin, right? And so it's not the hormone itself that's going to cause the weight gain. It's taking too much and then going low and then consuming more calories because the only way to gain weight is, um, you know, eating too many calories. So then that was, I was like, okay, like that helped me. And then when I started tracking my food, I would like save some like a hundred extra calories. I'm like, okay, this is my hypo for just in case I need it, you know? So then I was still like in my Right. And it just gave me so much freedom, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a really great little tip. And like, especially if you're wanting, like your goal is to lose weight, because then it's like, mm-hmm. you're still in that sort of calorie deficit, right? Yeah. If you've totally. got like a little bit of calories to play around with. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting one. Like I actually learned something um, last night. I was talking to a friend of mine who's really into like functional medicine and he, we were talking about autoimmune and he was saying that the majority of autoimmune cases are actually in women. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I had no idea. No. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? And he yeah. said that there's been, so people with auto, like there's, um, yeah, more women are more likely to develop autoimmune than men. And he said that there's been um, a link between like childhood trauma and like emotions and autoimmune which I just thought was so interesting. And then he sort of went on to say, like, you know, people, um, like, can struggle to lose weight sometimes because they sort of have that, like, physical weight barrier Mm. as a bit of a protective barrier to, um, I guess, protecting their emotions. So, like, they sort of use it as, like, a protective barrier. It's like, okay, well, if I stay at this weight, then I'm probably not going to attract people who you know, might sort of trigger that, that past trauma, if that makes sense. Like, so it's sort of like using it as a protective barrier. But the interesting thing is like, none of this would be conscious. Like they're not consciously thinking about that. Yeah. They're not like, oh, I'm, I'm going to stay at this weight because um, I, you know, I'm protecting myself from, you know, putting myself out there or drawing attention to myself. So they're not consciously thinking of that, but it's just so interesting again, like how, you know, our emotions and our mind plays those sort of little like tricks on us and keeps us in that um, area of not being able to move forward with like a, a diet or exercise plan. Yeah. Which is like a full circle. Cause it goes back to the whole mindset thing, right. Of like, yeah, I know, you know me, I'll always bring it back to the mindset, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, and I just also, think, yeah, no, what were you gonna say? Just like anything we do in life, you know, it like it has to come from like an intention, you have to have mm-hmm. like your why for doing something, and that generally stems from like 
something um, internal. But yeah. um, and then the like your environment too. I mean, that obviously plays a role with your success with anything. But I'm sure mindset too, right? Like, yeah, it's always also interconnected. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. Actually, I put up a post um, the other day. Um, the question was, does your environment match your health goals? Oh, oh that's such a good one. Yeah, because like, I think a lot of the time, you know, when we're doing like internal work on ourselves or anything like that, we're just focusing on the inside. And sometimes we forget about what's going on externally that could be holding us back or stopping us from making, um, you know, mindfulness changes in our life. So it's like, you know, where are you getting your foods from? Like, how are you cooking it? Um, are you getting enough, like, sunlight and nature? And, you know, what kind of toxins and stuff are you using in your house? Like, all of those things. And also, like, what are your relationships like? You know, are you yeah. interacting with enough people? Um, so, yeah, environment is such a big one, I think, for, like, you know, being able to help with sticking to health goals. Yeah. And on that too, it's like, I, I also think sometimes people will forget, like, it's okay if this isn't a good time. Like if you can't put focus in one specific area or like, there's just so much going on. I think so often we keep pushing it and we keep trying and trying. And at some point it's like, yeah. at some point it's important, I think, just to take a step back and be like, okay, I'm just going to take a little break and then I'm going to come back to this. Right. Like, it's okay not to be ready like you might be think you're ready like you're like i want this so bad but it's like yeah it's just but I, yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> nothing wrong with that. absolutely i completely agree and like sometimes when we try and implement all these big changes and like do them all at once like that can just lead to such overwhelm that we won't stick to it you know like big changes equals big stress and mm -hmm. so that yeah, so I guess, like, in my experience, like, just implementing, like, a couple of small things can really help. Um, and I think that's what people do, like, at the start of the year, right? They set, like, these big New Year's intentions and they're like, awesome, like, I'm going to smash it this year. I'm going to be so healthy and have the best, like, workout routine. And then, what, come February and they can't stick to it. And it's yeah. because they just went in too gung-ho too quickly it's just all about those little small changes that will eventually build up and make a big difference yes uh you're reminding me of this thing that my mom was talking about it she i wish i had it in front of me it was like a triangle a tri and triangle <laughs> and it was yeah. motivation was on one of them and then there was goals and then there was another thing and how it just it goes in a circle it's like when you get you have a goal and then when you, I don't know if it was like progress or something, but when you do something, or maybe it was mindset, I can't remember, but it's like that give, gives you motivation to keep going. And it's like this circle effect. I forget yeah. what it is. Yeah. Okay. Like a bit of a feedback loop. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I guess also when we see like results as well, or like when we start to feel like good, that also motivates us to keep going. It's like, oh, okay. Um, but I guess, and actually on that note, I'd probably encourage people to like tap into the feeling as well, because I think with like losing weight and exercise goals and that sort of thing, um, this is just in my experience as well. Like you might have a different experience. Um, you know, sometimes if we're not seeing the physical results immediately, that can be really deterring. And so people are like, oh, well, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? And like, they can give up. 
Um, whereas like if we just tap into like the feeling of like, okay, well, how did that, even though I haven't seen any results on like the scales or in the mirror, how did that work out and doing that make me feel? Mm-hmm. Like do I feel good? Do I feel healthier? Like is my, you know, my head clearer? Um, do I have that endorphin rush? And like, yeah, I guess like I would encourage people to tap into that as well, you know, and not just look at like the tangible stuff. Yeah. Just I totally keep agree. them going. Yeah, totally. I agree with that. And also it's like doing something that you're, you actually enjoy, right? Like if you don't like eating that diet, why are you doing it? Or if you don't like that exercise, you're, it's not, it's not supposed to be a chore. Like you're supposed to enjoy it. So, and I think in my experience, it's like, I would always look at things so black and white and like progress isn't linear, everything, like there's just such a, like you can draw outside the lines, right? Like of anything that you're yeah. doing, there's no right way to do something. It's just the right or wrong for you. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like, even though we're all diabetics, like we're still all really different, you know, yeah. like we didn't live in different parts of the world. We have access to different types of food. Um, so like, even though we all have the same condition, we're all diagnosed at different times. We still are very, very individual. And I think sometimes we forget that. And like, especially with like, um, you know, if you, you see a doctor or a nutritionist, sometimes they will give you that sort of one size fits all model, but we are all so individual. And like um, something I've really had to like, really been like, it's been on my mind a lot lately, like around the whole diet thing, I think, because like I've tried all sorts of different diets for diabetics, I'm sorry, for diabetes. And at the moment I'm doing plant-based and I've really, I've noticed a few sort of symptoms lately. Like I got some bloods back this week and my iron's a little bit low. My liver function is not as like optimal as it could be. And I'm like, okay. And someone said to me yesterday, if even if I'm eating like the healthiest foods, if like my gut microbiome is not a hundred percent healthy, then those healthy foods aren't even going to be healthy. So yeah. I was like, Whoa. Okay. Cause I'm like, Oh, to get healthy, I just need to eat more and more healthy stuff. Right. But it's yeah. like, no, that could actually be toxic. If, um, if my gut is leaking, you know, or something like that. So I guess, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like there's just no one size fits all. It's so interesting. And I think too, it's, it's, I don't know. Do you find that sometimes it's like, we try to like not define ourselves by anything, but it's like, we try to do something cause we think it's the right thing to do. But I think sometimes it's like, it's okay just to not, not be any one which way. Right. It's like, you know just like having the flexibility yeah yeah for sure like we definitely can get caught in these like identity traps Mm -hmm. right like especially when you're building like a business around it or something like that or um yeah that's something I've definitely realized lately I'm like do you know what I'm just gonna be like open and authentic about like where I'm at at that time because we're always evolving we're always changing Um, And that's okay, you know, and like even thinking about, you know, where we are now compared to where we were like a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago. Um, So, but yeah, I I know what you mean. It can feel like a little bit of a trap. It's like, oh shit, I've committed to this. You know, I've been putting it out there that this is the way. 
Um, but yeah, that's it's okay to change. It's okay to change your mind, right? And I think the thing is, like, we all do that. Like, we all change and we all go through probably similar things, but not everyone actually is transparent about it. So, <laughs> exactly, especially with social media, you know, yeah. like it's such a, a small percentage of what really goes on. But, um, yeah, if we can just be as real and authentic and open about it as possible, then mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, that will encourage other people to to do that as well. Yeah. Um, and what you said too about um, just, what was it? It reminded me, I can't remember your exact words, but it reminded me of just like when it comes to uh, like nutrition and exercise, a lot of the time I feel like sometimes, well, I've done this I and I've, seen other people do it too I don't know if you can relate where we'll be like oh they look so good or like they're you know doing so well with their managing diabetes what are they doing I want to do that and it's like we try to follow in someone's footsteps instead of taking the essence of what they're doing and like just learning how we can apply that to ourselves you know because it's we're, yeah again we're all going to be so different but I think even when it comes to nutrition it's like whatever your goal is, it's never going to be the exact same um, protocol or prescription as someone else that's after the same goal. <laughs> yes, 100%. 100%. Yeah, which goes back to like, well, if you can't stick, if you find you can't stick to any routine, it's like, well, why? You know, I think mm -hmm. right, like unpacking that and then just yes. figuring how you can make it work for you. Exactly. Yes. What's going on inside you, right? Because yeah. we've all had different upbringings or had different experiences in our life. And that can definitely have an impact on, you know, our behaviors and our habits and our emotions and how we feel. So um, absolutely. Let's, and also something else, like you could be a really skinny looking person and still not be healthy. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though you've got that external look, it's like maybe what's going on inside is not a hundred percent optimal. Um, yeah. It's so interesting. Yeah. I went through a period when I was really, I had lost a lot of weight and I, people were like, Oh my God, you look so good. But my hair was breaking off and I was so afraid of food that like, I wouldn't even enjoy like a meal with a friend you know like I just I couldn't do it I was in this weird place of like everything's bad I if I want to like look this way I have to not do anything fun yeah <laughs> so, and but no exactly. one knew that they were just like oh you look so good yeah a hundred percent and like I think that society has a lot to answer for there you know like what did we grow up seeing you know like as being the ideal body shape or size mm -hmm. um I know like you and I have talked about it a little bit before, like in magazines and stuff like that. Um, and now social media is a huge, plays a huge role in that. Um, yeah. Just creating this like false, um, or sorry, not false, but unrealistic, you know, idea of how someone should look. Yeah. Um, but doesn't necessarily mean that they're healthy. So I guess the key here is like we're all individual. There's no one size fits all. And you've just got to like listen to your body. And also, like, um, something I'm trying to do at the moment is, well, intuitive eating. So rather than, like, just eating when I think I'm supposed to, just, like, listening to my body, checking in when I feel like I need to eat. If I don't feel like I need to eat, then I won't. Um, but if I do feel like I need to eat, I will. 
and also like like trying to um listening to how my body responded to that food as well so like i think a lot of the time we just run on autopilot and we just like we eat and then we go to work and then we do all the things we don't actually take a second to go mm, okay how is my body actually feeling after that particular food or that particular meal um because like our body is always sending us little messages and little signals you know like um it will start as like a bit of a feeling but then when it starts to show as like a physical symptom like it could be you know a breakout or um some kind of skin condition or your hair you know like all of those parts of our body are sending us little signals and they're responding to what we're putting inside of our body so it's really important to pay attention to that and um and listen and look out for those messages yeah and sometimes you can be like oh you i didn't sleep very good last night you know <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like we often just we don't pay any attention to it we're just like oh well i'll just drink extra coffee today yeah you yeah. know or get more <laughs> yeah sleep is a big one it's like one of those things that we just take for granted right we we buy now pay later yeah sleep i think and I think too, it's like, I feel like maybe it's shifted a little bit since the beginning of the pandemic, but in like North America, especially we're it's so ingrained, even in the school systems, like since we were kids, it's like that mentality of like hustle, hustle, or like, mm -hmm. you know, you are getting straight A's or whatever, like good for you. It's never like, oh, you took a day to rest to just hang out and chill good for you it's like no that's never even celebrated which exactly. is so part of you know managing blood sugars achieving your fitness goals like it's all ties into that 100 percent. yeah exactly like i feel like there'd be so much judgment around that you know it's like have you ever um been scared to take a sick day like yes. at work like if you <laughs> yeah. weren't actually sick but yeah. it's like, no, I just, I, my body's telling me I need to just rest today. You know, it's like, but unless you have like a doctor's note or, you know, an actual like illness or whatever, then you, you're judged or you could get in trouble for that. You could even get fired or like a strike yeah. at work. Like how bad is that when you think about it? It's so backwards. <laughs> so backwards. Yeah. So just, you know what? No one's going to look after you as much as you. So listen to your body. And um, a great little thing that I heard the other day, when you say yes to something else or someone else, you're saying no to you. Mm, so if you know, yeah. So if you're feeling a little bit like run down, burnt out, but you have like some commitments already, whatever it may be, by you saying yes to that commitment, you're then saying no to yourself and you're going to, pay for that later so yeah saying no is such an important thing um and then on that too i think just uh, for our topic it's like it it does come back to just asking yourself those simple questions and it's like i don't think we should ever feel like we have to try to stick to anything right like if we feel no. like we aren't sticking to something maybe it's just because that thing's not meant for us and there's something different that's going to help us right like and taking yeah. that pressure off exactly yeah there's no point forcing it you know like you're probably not going to get the results that you want from forcing something and yeah exactly like you just said there's probably something out there that is 
a better fit for you. So spend that time finding it. Yes. Um, Wesley says it's St. Patty's Day. Oh, yeah, it totally is, but not in Happy St. Patty's Day. <laughs> um, and I'm absolutely feeling the whiskey way too much to focus, but I'm going to catch this later. Thank you, guys. Oh, thanks, Wes. <laughs> thanks, Wesley. Cheers. What a legend. Um, Jen says, that's so me. I want to see results. I totally can relate to that because we, it, it is, it's like, we all, we want, like, I want it now. <laughs> that's how I yeah, feel. Exactly. Yeah. We're so impulsive and so impatient, like as yeah. a society. But it's um, always, I think, do you, I mean, I always remind myself, like, it's always those things that are worth having that you just have to spend the extra time working towards. And they're always going to be the longest lasting things. Absolutely. Like, it's going to feel so much better when you achieve that if you actually had to work for it yeah. rather than just getting it straight away. You'll probably be like, oh, okay, cool. What's next? Yeah. You know? So I totally agree. Yeah, what do you guys want us to chat about? We're doing these chats every week, Diabetes Uncensored with an S. Yes. Love yes. our name so much. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, if you guys have, if there's any topics, I know, um, I mean, there's, I'm, like, trying to think off the top of some of the ones that have come through, but, like, dating stuff, like, intimacy dating stuff. With, yeah. Um, any topics that you guys um might want to hear our take on or just like we can all have a conversation about let us know you can send us a dm because we're going to be here next week <laughs> yes also Taj, i realized and it's probably like mostly my fault we're always late <laughs> <laughs> no dude it's my fault too <laughs> i was like it's almost like i need to give myself like a uh five minute extra because right after like right before we jumped on i was like why because i have a light like a ring light and i'm like why isn't it turning on and i was like trying different plugins and i'm like well maybe i just can't use it today and then finally i like yeah. switch the cord around but i'm like there's always like a little something that happens yeah exactly i think you and i are very similar in that sense yeah <laughs> i wonder like astrologically if our any of our signs like <laughs> yes Yes, definitely. Like, um, send me your your sign. And also, you're across human design, right? Mm hmm Yeah. What are you? Yeah. I'm a generator. Oh, awesome. I have a 6'2 profile. Oh, okay, cool. Um, what is – I'm 5'1", okay. um, splenic projector. Okay, cool. But um, – People are probably like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, we've lost them now. They're like, we thought we were talking about diabetes. Yeah, human <laughs> design is helpful. <laughs> yeah, human design, life-changing. It's your energetic blueprint, guys. And if you know what's happening with that, then you can work your life to work with it. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll take this chat offline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So um, thank you guys for joining and we'll be back here. It'll be Wednesday for me, Thursday yeah, for Sarah in Australia. Yes, and look, I'm still on my first coffee of the day. I love it. And yeah. I'm like going to be getting ready for bed soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. Oh, you look so, you're glowing in Costa Rica. Oh, thank I've you. I've seen your stories and I'm like, oh, I want to be there. I'll yes. come visit you one day. Yes, for sure. You have to. And I'll have to come to Australia at some point. Yes, yes. Please yeah. do. 
Okay, awesome. well, I'll talk. I'll talk to you soon. And you guys, we'll we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. 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 Happy day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that this episode was fun for you to listen to. I hope that it was inspiring, empowering, and just everything that you needed to hear today. And if it was, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast because that way you won't miss out on our weekly episodes of this new segment, Diabetes Uncensored. I will talk to you very soon. Bye for now.